0: With COVID-19 cases again on the rise, the pandemic remains a strain on labor and resources, and the hope of returning to normal is at the moment looking less and less likely for many food service teams. I'm Kelsey Nash, Editor-in-Chief of Food Service Director, and on today's episode of Dig In, Julianne Pepitone chats with someone whose philosophy of cross-utilization, and more recently cross-training, has proven helpful during these pandemic times. Here's more from Julianne's conversation with Todd Hollander from John Knox Village, a senior living community in Missouri. Todd, welcome. John Knox Village includes several restaurant concepts. And I understand that everyone kind of works together to cross utilize ingredients. Everyone literally knows what's cooking. And you all kind of work together to see how you can use the ingredients that are already on order. Tell me a little bit about how you've built that culture. I know that's through a mix of kind of formal conversations, informal conversations. How did you build this really collaborative space?
1: Sure. Well, I've been with John Knox Village for 14 years now. And when I started, uh, we only had four kitchens and four different concepts. And over time, what we've been able to do is build our dining program uh, to six kitchens kitchens with nine different concepts. And it was a process to really get the teams working together and communicate together, um, understand what their menus were. Uh, Each one is unique. Um, So even though we have like Stories Public House now that is an international pub uh, places, which is more American food, Understand what products and what flavor stories is doing so that they can communicate with each other, the chefs can support each other. Uh, we started many years ago having chef meetings and bringing in our distributor to meet with the team so that we can see new products, um, learn how to use them better, and just really have that collaborative uh, work relationship between the restaurants and concepts because we're not, we're located throughout our campus. Uh, So it was really important to get together face-to-face and have the teams meet so we can talk about the different products that everyone's using and uh, the cost of them and what they're finding success with and where the challenges are.
0: Mm -hmm. And I know that's so important, especially now. I know this was not a... COVID-specific solution for you all, but a lot of folks are still struggling with staffing and supply issues, uh, particularly as, as a result of the pandemic. Um, you know, How has cross-utilization of ingredients helped you cut down on labor and, and food waste?
1: It, it's helped a lot, actually, um, and our, our communication actually increased. COVID has really forced us to become more of a team and really work closer together than what we already were, uh, to go supplies is, is you know a great example of where it really has helped out. Not so much on the labor piece, but at least on the supply chain or the supply chain issues that we've had. We all prior to COVID coincidentally tried to go to the same carryout containers, and so as COVID hit and as those supplies kind of diminished, and we had to start changing things up, we were able to work with the other restaurants and borrow from each other so that we could stretch out the use. And if the distributor was out of something one day, we knew that we can call one of our different locations and be able to at least get through the day until we can get more in supply. As far as labor, where it's really helped, we have uh, 51 positions open right now. And we didn't really cross train a lot prior to COVID, but this has really forced us to. We have catering staff that is really just basically on call for when we have some of the larger events. They ended up picking up regular shifts at one of the restaurants during COVID. uh, So it helped them and their families uh, stay and and keep employed, uh, actually make more than what they were making at catering because this was consistent work instead of the sporadic schedule. Um, A couple of them were laid off from their full-time jobs outside of the village So we were able to take care of our employees, have hours for them, and work and fill in holes from other other locations. Uh, We have dishwashers that will finish at one restaurant at 6 p.m. and then be able to go to the care center where the dishwasher usually stays on until eight. And so they are able to use their skills and and help another restaurant kind of get through the day and, and support. So, that cross utilization and cross training uh, through the concepts with different staff would really help cut down on labor and help us bridge that gap until we can find permanent solutions and find those uh, new associates that are just waiting for our jobs.
0: It's really you're cross utilizing people too, not just not just the ingredients there. Could you give us an example of what this looks like, Todd? I think that was really evocative for um, on the labor side. How about on the ingredient side? Um, I understand that, you know, there's several of these examples, but could you give me an example of some of the dishes that use a lot of the same ingredients, but. Result in you know very different options to the point where you know your customers probably wouldn't realize wouldn't think of these things in the same realm.
1: Um, sure, one of the one of the things that we're trying to do at one of the restaurants is is be a little bit more plant forward uh, for the few residents that are looking for that option. And Chef Tim came up and created a garden burger. Uh, which used chickpeas and broccoli and, and a couple other vegetables to form a, a burger patty. And once he kind of got those ingredients down, he wanted to cross-utilize it. Um, chickpeas aren't something that you use in a lot of dishes. Of course, the easy solution is to add it to a salad. Um, and, and that's kind of an easy solution that we're using those in. Um, but the really creative one that he did was create a Buddha bowl. Uh, So he basically deconstructed that burger and created a different dish uh, called the Buddha bowl, uh, which has the same ingredients plus a few more uh, ingredients. um, And so that it kind of gave a different feel. We used some rice that we had in another dish and added it to it. Um, We have uh, quinoa that we were using in another way. Uh, We had a quinoa bowl. So we were able to add a little quinoa in there too. Uh, So basically taking some of the unique ingredients from these few one-off dishes and creating a different dish that incorporated all of those unique dishes. So it it really is is being creative, thinking outside the box, and really kind of making a list of those odd ingredients that you only really have one idea, and then brainstorming with your team and doing some some searches and talking with different uh, networking uh, connections to really utilize those products differently to offer a a additional option. And it's not any more labor to create those dishes. It's just a different process of cooking or preparing. So you're really essentially not adding any labor, but you're adding two or three more different menu items to your menu and just offering those enhancements and those additional choices to our clientele.
0: Todd, you told me in a recent conversation that um, this is just such, this is so imbued in the culture now that if someone is suggesting a dish that requires ordering a new ingredient, they know they kind of have to come up with more than one way to use it. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's once you get your team used to doing that and as a manager or director, I'm I'm always asking those questions, and my team has come to learn that it's not questioning their their knowledge or their creativity. It's just questioning the process, and I really don't have to do that anymore because they'll answer my question right off the bat. Uh, For instance, when, let me come up with a, let me think of a good example, Uh, tilapia. You know something as simple as tilapia, Uh, one of the restaurants wanted to bring uh, a fresh baked tilapia on the menu. Uh, And then immediately they came up with uh, when we were talking about it and how they were going to prepare it, they're doing an almond encrusted tilapia. They immediately went right into the conversation of and then we're going to use the almonds for this salad and we're going to have almonds as an option as a topping for this pizza. And then along with that, the tilapia, we're gonna cut it a little bit differently, take the same portion size and cut it differently and offer some tilapia tacos that we're gonna use the spicy coleslaw that we're gonna put on our pork uh, sandwich uh, to have kind of a North Carolina slaw pork sandwich. Um, So they already have those solutions in hand because I've asked those questions and instilled that, that culture of how are you using all of this. So now we have that spicy coleslaw that will be available as an additional side it goes on a sandwich we have the almonds that are being uh, an option for uh, pizza uh, specialty pizza that we're we're offering. Uh, it's used in the encrusting of the tilapia which presents that differently, instead of just a plain fish, Um, and then we take that same tilapia portion and are able to slice it up and add it to a a tortilla that we have and, and have fish tacos available with that spicy slaw. So it, it's just right there with those few ingredients, we have three, three different menu items that are cross utilizing those products. And I didn't have to ask the question. Um, the, the chef and the manager of that restaurant already knew the answers and just presented it. It's like, great, what's the next one? What, do we, what else are you bringing on? Um, so it's really, it, it enhances their creativity. Um, It it just builds that teamwork. It allows the cooks to play in the kitchen. Uh, They master their recipes and the the simple line cook um, is able to be creative and add to it, which is so important. It keeps engagement and retention to our organization and it just really continues to build upon itself.
0: It is amazing how those parameters, you know, whether you're talking about food service or otherwise having parameters around something can really breed that creativity. You know, I'm thinking of like haiku or those six word stories, you know, on on the face of it, it might sound so limiting, but given that it's kind of a fun challenge and you can create something out of that, that you wouldn't have, you know, maybe those tacos would have been cod instead, and they wouldn't have thought to use tilapia. But now since they're bringing that in. That's something that wouldn't have been created at John Knox Village otherwise. It's amazing how that really breeds creativity. And it sounds like excitement as well.
1: Absolutely. You know, we have a gourmet grilled cheese that uh, we were really trying to think outside the box. And when you have cheese, I mean, you know, it it lasts, but you want to be able to utilize it. So we have a Gruyere that we have to our our grilled cheese, um, along with some smoked Gouda. And we were just you know the the cooks were playing with the cheese and trying to figure out where else can we use this, Uh, so they came up with a a egg bake and we have asparagus on the menu so. um, You know they knew asparagus is pretty expensive, but you can cut that up and add that to this egg bake with these other types of cheese and just blow up that that flavor profile and offer something unexpected that really exceeds our guests' uh, expectations when it comes to taste. Um, so, having that asparagus egg bake come out of, again, a grilled cheese sandwich and knowing that we have a side that moves and it it has some status to it, but we needed to find other use for it. Um, it just really is so much fun to, to really see what the wine cooks come up with and their creativity. and. Not everything works. Uh, we've had some, some, bad, um, some bad ideas, but that's OK because those bad ideas built into other great ideas. So giving them the freedom uh, to really experiment and play is critical. And the waste that we have in those creations are very minimal when you think of the game that we have to enhance our menu and pull in new guests but understand that we are going to be creative and be able to have these higher level of palate and en- enhancing meals. That's really it, it's really fun to watch.
0: I love those concepts of constantly iterating, everyone working together, making that dollar, that ingredient stretch further, you know, all themes that are just more relevant than ever right now as the pandemic unfortunately continues. Todd, thank you so much for being here. That was okay. Todd Hollander from John Knox Village in Missouri. And I'm Julianne Pepitone for Food Service Director.